Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever or wherever you are. On this week's episode of Greetings From, it's all about E3. Get hyped! We discuss all of the video games that have been announced, will be announced, and may be announced. It's all of our dreams, hopes, and aspirations on this episode of Greetings From. Greetings, travelers. It is June 9th, 2019, and this is episode 15 of the Greetings From podcast. My name is Rebecca Fay, and I am joined as always by my two very good friends. First, I would say I was speechless, but I have one more thing to announce this year. Peggle 2! Isn't that right, Olivia? Man, Peggle's such a good game. I'm very excited for it. Peggle 2! I was. Wa- did we ever get Peggle too? I was watching. Yeah, yeah, I think we did. I was watching Mr. Okay. Caffeine clips today because I thought that's what you were gonna pull from, and I was like, I gotta be ready. Gotta be ready with my Mr. Caffeine. So- <laughs> I almost did. I I almost did, and then I was like, Wiggity, 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 wiggity. Really like <laughs> Mr. Caffeine's <laughs> time travel. Doodly doodly do. That's it. That's it. <laughs> doodly doodly do. Oh my god, E3's canceled. Uh, I'm also joined, as always, by my other very good friend. Um, I feel like a purple Pikmin. How about you, Tyler Smith? <laughs> I do. It's very true. I'm more of a red Pikmin, though. So oh, Okay. That's yeah. fair. Sometimes I'm more of a yellow, but it just really depends on the day. Mm, true. True. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not Aries. I'm not fire. So, you know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do now? There's no more Reggie. I mean, not like Nintendo has done uh, a live no. treehouse in years, but... What? what I thought do? they did. I thought that was like their thing to do. Aren't they doing it this year again? Like Yeah, but it's pre recorded. Just... just like Oh, is it? I thought, yeah. I thought those puppets were real. This is bullshit. I want I want some live action puppetry, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's not it's not an E3 without some spectacle. Just wait for Ubisoft and they'll come out with like a marching band and probably like mascot costumes and it'll you be just always... dance twenty nineteen. Yeah. You can always, you can always count, count on, on them on for Ubisoft. that. They really know how to do <laughs> entertainment, for sure. Yes. <laughs> if a developer doesn't so, cry at the Ubisoft thing, I don't want to be there. I want to see Miyamoto there. And that I was see very nice. Around. That's kind of where I turned back around to, to Ubi when it was like, they got to watch their games up on stage and it was like, I'm here for this. I just, yeah. I'm here for people that believe in their art. <laughs> I want I want Yarny Guy to come back every year. Can you just keep making un, un, Unraveled? Unraveled? Un- yes, Unraveled. Unraveled. Yeah. All I could think of was Uncharted, and I was like, that seems wrong. <laughs> Keep making Uncharted. <laughs> Nathan Drake is, like, geriatric now. We have to put oh, him to man. bed. He's, he's, he's lived too much. He's seen too many things. He's killed too many people. Um, so we are brought together on this beautiful June day. It is June when we're recording this, so I'm not lying when I say that. Um, to talk about the upcoming exciting week ahead of us. I say exciting, and I kind of mean kind of weird and awful, just like every year. It's E3 2019 season, y'all. Y'all ready for this? Okay, great. Um, Yeah, there's a lot. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot of things that have been announced. Um, The thing that makes this this cast really weird is we usually start by talking about the news, except all the news is about E3. So why don't we start off by talking about some people who did some bad stuff and just get them out of the way. We can ring our little shame bell, and we can say goodbye to you. I guess cancel culture is bad, but you're still kind of canceled a little. 
let's talk about some games after that. So, there's a man by the name of Jonathan Blow who said that indie games are boring. I think that's kind of a douche thing to <laughs> say, Says the actually. indie developer, as an indie developer, that's fucking weird to say. Right, that was but the he, whole thing. He's but obviously the please, only I only, I only caught bits and pieces of it, so can you tell me, please, the whole the whole tweet thread? I just need that whole tweet thread. I don't know if I know the whole tweet thread. I just know that he was like, games are boring now. Yeah. Except I wonder why. Braid, I guess. It, it seems like the general gist of what he was saying at this like show, I've got the article pulled up here from gamedaily.biz, was that uh, he feels like Very game nice. design in general is like stagnant and like it hasn't really been moving forward. And I think he it's kind of like that form over uh, story thing where it's like, oh, hey, people are designing games, but they aren't really, like, thinking about the story as a part of it and the games and meshing it all together, and I'm, like, a high fluting guy. My name's Jonathan Blow. Uh, you better, like, get this right or your game's shit. Sorry. At least that was my read on it. <laughs> that sounds about right. I, I will say that I think this is very interesting coming from him. Like, I know that he got a lot of clout for Braid, obviously. Um, and I really liked The Witness, but The Witness made some really stupid-ass design decisions, like putting the most difficult puzzles, like, right at the front when the player gets in. I think that was a really dumb idea, and, I mean, like, pot, meat, kettle. Yeah. I think I think one of the, one of the things in this article that, like, the quote he's quoted here as saying like someone was suggesting that there's a greater diversity of themes and topics that games tackle but blow and i quote sure. says i don't think that's happened there was a brief period around 2008 2011 where that, <laughs> where, when that expanded and then it's been stagnant pretty much i don't think you can just pick a topic and make a game about it and have it be a great game it doesn't really work that way <laughs> i think you could definitely pick a topic and make a game about it like has he checked the front page of itch.io recently there are like genres that i don't think even exist except for one game it's it's completely ridiculous like, i don't know it seems like a <sighs> it seems more like a uh like like i was saying just like oh his whole point seems to speak to like if the game design isn't like a critical part of a story then it's it's not a good game which i don't think is true at all so it's just kind of like hey yeah. jonathan Get off your high horse, please, dude. I feel like he's just so far removed. Like, he, he's just not looking hard enough, maybe? Or, like, I don't know. Because, literally, a, a, a video game just came out called Kids. And it's about, like, fear of being in a crowd. And it's, like, and it's on, I think it's on your phone. Or it might be on itch.io. I don't know. I just, I literally just, you know, discovered this game, like, maybe three hours ago. Um... And it looks really, really good, and I want to play it, but, like, it's a weird-ass indie game, and you wouldn't find that with AAA. And it's really, it's like a, you know, it's supposed to be, like, another, um, uh, like, 40-minute, you know, experience or whatever, um, like, the game that came out last year that I don't remember what it was called that I loved. But, um, anyway, um, anyway, my point is that indie games are out there, and indie games are still very weird, and... Just because, like, maybe he's thinking of, like, successful indie games. Like, why aren't more weird indie games successful? And that's because I, fucking they're weird. I don't think that's, like, like the, the the quote in context states that he doesn't think the diverse, that there's a greater diversity of game ideas that are done well, which I don't think is true. Maybe. Like, that's kind of what, that's how I read yeah. his statement. I wasn't at the event. I'm just doing this based on the article. But, uh. Sure. I don't know. It seems like Jonathan Blow kind of has a very clear idea of what is a good indie game, and those are his games. Yeah. 
yeah, probably. I like I don't know what he what he wants from indie games, indie game developers. Like, where does he draw the line? Is it is it uh, Radiator Yang? Is it Derek Yu? Is it you know I don't know I don't so know. So he does he does uh, say that Steven Sausage Roll is an example of one of the few good games that he liked that's come out in the last couple of years. That's like. That's like the only fucking game he talks about. He the anytime he's ever been like, I made the witness because of Steven Sausage Roll. Like, it's the only game that exists in the world. It's really weird. I mean, Steven Sausage Roll is very good. However, he has a very myopic view of games if that is like the thing that he's just riding on now onto eternity. And like I think the thing like if you draw a line from like Steven Sausage Roll to the witness, like that really intense difficulty that's taught through like these really complex systems. Like, I think that's what he like to be really, I'd give him a really generous read. I think that's what he wants more of, but I don't think those are the only games that provide value. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I think any games, the, the term indie games has enough room for everybody to be in here. And there are like, I just don't think maybe he's not looking close enough at a lot of the games that have come out recently, as we've all said. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely. seems to be a, a clash between like his generation of, developers and then the younger generation of developers where he's just like that old crotchety man like oh those kids and their damn music like back in my day those kids are pissing in jars while developing their games i can't believe it (laughs) (laughs) uh okay so i'm reading you know at the very end of this article this is this is what he added his last tweet to that thread was my number one beef with the younger generation of game makers is that there's this idea that making a game or making games is all about being in a community. As long as you're in that community and feel good uh, community feelings and making games, then you should should succeed. Uh, okay, I didn't know that when you're an indie developer, you should not be in a community. And like, like even if you're not an indie developer, if you're making fucking video games, you're in a community. Like... Why would you not want to be in a community? Why would you so- want to be a social pariah? Uh, anyway. He sounds like the kind of guy that comes out and is like, I hate that these millennials all want a participation trophy. Like, yeah, that's what like that, that has echoes of, you know what I mean? Yeah, it does. It totally comes off like that. And it's just like, okay, whatever you say. Um, I know. I'm glad this kind of resurfaced. He came, he's back in the news. He's back because everyone like posts all the things that he has said that were shitty um like this long ass which is a lot which is a lot it's super a lot i had i've only respected him for like a super short time i think that's when indie game the movie came out and then the moment that that came out and like i did i did my like digging and did some research because i was like oh yeah whatever blah i found all these things on him and i was like oh no nope no thank you well he was the one that came out and said like two years ago that women are like genetically Inferior. I don't know. Inf- yeah, inferior. And the reason why they're not coders or engineers is because of literally a genetic thing. Like, they're not mm-hmm. smart enough for that. You're just it was not like... smart enough. Which is funny because I think I saw oh, like a headline of an article or something. It said that women are actually more smarter than men in terms of coding. Apparently. I don't know. That's just a fucking headline article that I didn't read. But <laughs> apparently there's a study and women are coders, not men. Who knew? Who knew? Certainly not Jonathan Blow over <laughs> in his Jonathan shame Blow. corner. <laughs> I just, I just want to put out there that there's like a hidden ending to the witness that made me really angry, um, which essentially involves 
you, I guess, waking up from this, like, game world that you're in, and it's a first-person actual real videotape, IRL, shot at, like, head level of a guy, like, getting out of bed, going through his day, going to the office. It was, like, fucking 17 minutes long. It was just, like... That's where the piss jar comes from, isn't it? Because, like, yeah. there's a picture of the piss jar. I, I, I watched this video recently, yeah. so I was just, like... Because I, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. understand, like, how we all knew about the piss jar until we saw that. Until I saw that video, I was like, oh, man, it all makes sense now. Yeah, so... Thanks, but no thanks, Jay Blow. Dumb piece of shit. Anyway, um, somebody else made a little goof this week. It's actually a really significant goof and really, honestly, very shitty, but maybe not surprising coming from David Jaffe. David Jaffe. Is it Jaffe? Yeah. Okay. Um, so David Jaffe opened his big dumbass mouth and started talking about how Kratos is bisexual. Kratos of God of War franchise. Right. Uh, Kratos is bisexual. Hooray! And then he quick came back and said, Obviously you people don't know what I'm trolling. Kratos is straight to me. I'm just dunking on nerds who wanted to say that I was queer baiting. <sighs> it went on for a really long time. Olivia, did you end up following all of it? Because I think this is this morning you were you had kind of brought this to our attention. Yeah, I was just looking at it and it seems like David Jaffe, like <laughs> it seems like he was trying to According to him, he was trying to, like, troll the people who were getting mad that, you know, uh, this person made a picture of Kratos as, like, dressed up with, like, a shirt that says, like, we are all human, and he's kind of, like, in some raver pants or whatever. Isn't that, like, something that Chris Judge actually owns? Like, the new voice of Kratos? Because I think he wears that we are all human shirt, like, every time he's made a public appearance. I totally missed that. That makes a lot more sense now, so... Kratos is wearing, the picture of Kratos that this guy made, is he's wearing that. Um, people were like, ew, that's gross, gay people, whatever. <coughs> David Jaffe was like, I'm going to troll these like homophobes and just say like, oh yeah, Kratos is bi. And then when people were like, oh, he is bi? He's like, oh, you guys couldn't tell I was trolling? Blah, in your face. He's not actually gay. He's straight. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my which, god! Like, it's, 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 it's like the definition of queer baiting, you know what I mean? Which is really annoying. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, yeah. To me, the the part that was really bad was that when people started to be like, "Hey, you should not do things like this. This is not cool." He decided to fight in the comments, very much like our other friend, Mister Andy Pitchford, and started saying things like, "Well, I have friends who are gay, and they thought it was fine." Like, <laughs> my god, that's not they... an excuse you can make, sir. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't realize that your gay friends spoke for the entire gay community, and also they probably weren't okay with it, but they were, like, thinking you wouldn't post it on social media, and, like, oh, you're fine. They What that means, Jaffe, is that they value your fucking friendship over your fucking homophobia, like, or, like, queer baiting. It's, it's a whole can of worms. I also liked how he fucking, like, he... I don't know if it's just, like, he did this on purpose because he was trolling or whatever, or, like, he just doesn't know how to spell bisexual, but he did, like, the, he said bi, and then, like, did a hyphen sexual. Like, who? Uh, Tyler, he was a raging bisexual, bisexual until he settled down with his wife. Okay? <laughs> um, that's, uh, I, I, I bi hyphen just... sexual to you. It's... Uh, yes. <laughs> I, 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 I did not know that bi-sexuality just turns off when you marry a woman, but now I know, just... <laughs> and I'll keep that in mind forever. 
you just let's what the hyphen exists so you can just drop the bi and you're finally just sexual you know, oh is that is that, that what way. it is you eventually just kind of like you glow up and then you drop it and you're like i'm i'm, I'm just sexual fine. now yeah you know as well you should be Kratos. More, as well you fluid. should be yeah it's like tr- <laughs> it's like true fluidity you know even though bisexual yeah. is being like sexually fluid this is like bi hypersexual is like truly fluid because you can just turn all the gay off I feel anyway. like the worst part too is that he at one point I feel like and correct me if I this if I made this up but I believe at one point he made a joke that was like oh ha 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 my friends at Ubisoft said that the only thing harder than animating a woman is a bisexual person. Yeah, he did. That oh. that was like his follow-up tweet to oh. yeah, it was yeah. It's just like whatever, dude, like your old hat Corey Barlog has Kratos in his hands now. If Kratos is gay, great. I'm here for it. I don't care. Whatever. He could be asexual, even though it's not true, because he... I mean, I guess he could still have asexual when they have sex. But whatever. He has a child. He had a wife. He clearly was, like, romantically involved and interested, so, like... It just seems super lame. Like, I don't know. This whole thing, it doesn't seem like he's trying... Like, I, I honestly believe that David Jaffe is trying to do the best thing that he can with his limited understanding of everything. But it's, like, not cool. <laughs> like, it's just not great. You can't just go around being like, yeah. oh, this character I created, totally gay. And then when people are like, oh, cool, can't be, then you can't just pull it back and be like, ah, just kidding, guys. He's not actually gay. Like, that's completely ridiculous yeah. and lame. And, like, it's 2019. It's not It's 2019. Funny. Like, How it's could you like, think this? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Well, clearly know, it shows. I mean, I don't, Olivia, you linked his, like, Twitch channel in our in our discord and like i looked at it for a hot second because i was like what the hell's going on and like his videos are weird it's like sex doll plus e3 or something stupid and then like his other video that i watched the only one that i watched was eight minutes long because the sex doll one was four hours long and i was like i don't have time for this four hours he runs like a fucking talk show or something right like that's oh my god something but he was talking about he had this thing on where it was it was it was like why game developers are losing their jobs or something and it basically he he was he started off by saying well you know people are saying well robots are going to replace you or robots are coming for our jobs and like well you know creatives art types are like well robots can never create art so creative roles or creative jobs are secure but then he's like but no you silly babies you bobbies because there's he didn't say that but like that's how he fucking sounded was like anyway he was he pointed he pointed out to like two different ais one that could make art like it was the it was the this all sounds completely ridiculous and david jaffe just please stop please stop it was super was he had he had some super alex jonesy vibe to him and i was like dude you are like propaganda or something yeah it was dumb it was really dumb because he, he, like I said, he pointed out to two different algorithms, AIs that like one could create little anime girls and then the other one was it could fucking like automated text writing. Proud and he was like blown away by it. The yeah. Stadia, the, the technology about mapping <laughs> things. Uh, I, I was just like, okay. It's just such a bummer yeah. I, because I'll never get to play Drawn to Death and I've really wanted to play Drawn to Death for free. Like I just want to oh, know that I'm game sure, and I'm it's sure. dead now. Yeah. He probably has some servers hidden somewhere. I hope he can help us with his drawn to death fan server. Please, David Jaffe, reach out. 
I want to play the game. This whole this whole thing made me really shocked that um, Randy Pitchford does not have a magic uh, like show on Twitch, like he, where he just does magic because I, that was what he subjected us all to during the PAX East announcement. But did you check Wait, like a sex he, sites or anything? Does he and Randy Pitchford run a run a circle or something? No, I'm just like I feel like they are cut from the same cloth, so it surprises me that Randy P has not leveled up into a four hour sex dolls and E three Twitch account. Yeah. And magic <laughs> And porn. Alright. Well, I'm I I'm under the imp- yeah, shame. I'm under the impression that probably next time we gather following E three we may have some more people to add to the shame bucket. Because um, that seems like that's always how E3 tends to I go. I fucking hope um, But at not. least we know. I hope not. Please, I stop mean, shaming. Stop making yourself I mean, be shamed. It's not hard. Just shut up. <laughs> don't say anything. Yeah, I think I think that is the, the answer. It's like, just don't. Just stop talking. Never just... communicate in any form, written or verbal or <laughs> verbal. I can't, I can't even verbalize what I'm trying to say. But um, <laughs> no more communication. Yes. So I feel like they have well, other than fucking, you know, the personal <laughs> uh, blogs. Uh-huh. Sorry, I keep going on about this because it's just like <laughs> stupid. No, I want to know where you're going with it. I was just gonna say, like in the ter- in the uh, Jaffe might be a little different than Randy Pitchford, but with Randy Pitchford, why would he ever open his mouth when he has a fucking PR firm or like someone on the social media site to do it for him? Like, Does he? Because why? they're not stopping him now. I, right. They should have stopped him like six months ago, but right. dude, people eat yeah. that shit up. Though I think that's why, like, that's part of his brand is that, Probably. like, he speaks, Probably. he speaks the truth. You know what I mean? He speaks directly to his audience, and like, he, how could you yeah. fuck me like this? You know, I think that's like his appeal. <laughs> that's why people like him. Very, I'm not saying it's right. Very virtual signaling. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I just feel like he. That's like some people are like really into that like outspoken person. And I just don't get it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna rename the wall of shame section literally to just "How could you fuck me like this?" Video game. <laughs> because that's that's really how I feel <laughs> every time we get done talking about how. I'm gonna commission someone to make us a fucking Twitter. song now called "How Could You Fuck Me Like This." So expect that no, next time. We need a computer. <laughs> we need what we need to do. Get out of here, David is... Jaffe. I'm done with you. I'm not watching your stream anymore. <laughs> We need to make a soundboard or like an AI that can like fucking view every piece of recording, audio recording that they've ever done and like augment their voices. And then we can just type in their fucking voices as their tweets saying their tweets. And that will be How do I unsubscribe from David Jaffe's Twitter? Twitch, he just keeps talking. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Anyway. Wait, what was the name of that? text-to-speech app that they love on Important If True. I can't remember what it's called, but I just... When you started started talking about that, I was thinking in my head of, like, having that thing read the, how oh, could you fuck me like this? Isn't like, that, like, Dr... Oh, no, it's not Dr. It's Dr. something. It's Dr. Gaspaccio Dr. or something? No, Dr. Spazzo, right? Dr. Spazzo. I was kind of close. Don't send in a correction. Dr. Spazzo? I don't... Whatever. I don't know. Doctor yes. Robot, read me lines from Randy Pitchford's Twitter, please. Thank you. All right, so into the bin of shame you go. Um, so this week is the week before E three. This cast is obviously going to go up the Sunday of E three, which is technically day two, I guess. Anyway, don't think about it too hard. Um, we have been blessed 
for the fact that E3 just starts kind of whenever now and people just try to, you know, leak shit and have things going on. Anyway, um, since we last spoke, Death Stranding got a eight minute long trailer. Somebody said to uh, Hideo Kojima, hey, do you know that trailers are generally like a minute or two minutes long? And he said, hold my beer. We got eight whole minutes. Can, can yeah. I ask, did you guys think like, okay, this is where it ends. Like they, they did they did like the character intros yes. and now it's going to end. And then it just yes. kept going. They were like, oh, here's a whole other yep, like, plot line. Going. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes. And then they were like, wait, Troy Baker has to have a line in here. Hang on. He takes the mask off and he has a second mask underneath it. But he can lick through that mask. That was glorious. It was horrible. <laughs> well, I think I'm not... like a damn fiddle. I know it's it's weird. Oh man, what... I'm down for it. It looks bad, but I also kind of think it looks great. <laughs> Do we? Okay. I mean, I'm here. For I want to hear what you guys think this game's about. What is the story of Death Stranding? Um. So, for what what I you... know is the truth is that there's a like America has somehow fallen to supernatural terrorists and now there's a wall around mm-hmm. it and babies allow you to time travel somehow and there's also supernatural stuff and Mads Mikkelsen is there. Is That's is the Mads plot. like a villain? Because I wasn't 100% sure based on what had happened like in the trailer. Well if like you look at early promotional shit Mads is totally the villain but then you see this trailer and you're like Oh no, he's just like a scientist guy who like may or may not be lost to time or something. He died clearly. Yeah, and, like, like I wonder if he was turned or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he has like first like like what you were saying. He's like I'm a scientist, and then he's like I have a fucking skeleton army, bitch. And then that's yeah. a whole plot line. So right, I think this game, and this is just like my off the top of my brain, you know, take is. You're a courier service guy, and you're given a baby to transport across America, and you just have to avoid ghosts. And this baby can help you <laughs> avoid those ghosts. Seems like the baby that's a very, is like that's a very genuine. Because <laughs> he was saying like, "Oh, I got a good connection to the other side." And like the baby is like your connection. The baby so, is the connection. Yeah, like yeah. it can help you scan it's... for ghosts. Is what I kept thinking. They're getting there a very like some... Metal Alchemist. They're close to the gate vibe, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I don't know if it's because they say that, like, children are supposed to be particularly susceptible to, like, supernatural forces. Yeah, because, like, what you're saying, they're very, they're supposed to be still very close to the other side, quote-unquote. Um, but then there was also, like, a bunch of speculation in those Death Stranding, like, crazy subreddit shit that I just love reading in my free time. Um, where it was, like, the baby is a clone of Norman Reedus, and, like, the baby is how you can, like, keep going if you die, and... Norman Reed is in the funky fetus. I don't know. I would be. I could get. I could get down with that. Actually. Yeah. Um. I'm here for it. I'm. I'm excited to see what it's going to be like. I know it's going to be. I know that the trailer kind of underplayed how like very open world this game is going to be. But I'm really excited to go explore this lo- this world. And I'm also very excited to smack people around with a briefcase. Yeah, was that the worst combat sequence you've ever seen in your life? Because it was, it was a lot of really goofy jumping and AI not hitting <laughs> yes. you, and then you hit someone with a briefcase. <laughs> yes. Are you guys a Hartman, a Hardman, a Fragile? Who's your? Who's your? Who do you stand from this? Are you a dead man? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. A- they gave someone the name Die Hardman, so obviously, it's a pretty good name. 
pretty terrible name. It's a I pretty love good it. name. It's a pretty terrible name, but it's pretty good. And he has like a skull face. Yeah. Um, I love that skull face. That that was badass. I was like, oh fuck yeah, gold, gold skull face. But all the women were like, the quiet, the silent, the timid, the fragile, the mama. They have like very <laughs> yeah, low this expectations is, this is some... for all of like the writing he does for women. So, I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure they're just gonna be there and like look pretty, like look amazing, like everything is amazing. But then like. Five seconds later, they're gone and didn't do anything. So I think I mean I think this is kind of what came out around the fact that they have Lizzie Wagner in and they like digitally de-aged her, but no one else, just her. Like she just had to her. be young and pretty still, even mm-hmm. though she's older and still pretty. Yep. I don't know. It kind of goes back to the like women are not allowed to age and they're only pretty when they're young and she can only breathe through her skin, so she has to wear a bikini at all times. She can't talk. She's a perfect girlfriend. Yikes. But don't worry, anyway, they're going to justify why they had to de-age her in, in the story. You'll see. You'll see why she has to breathe She's through the gonna, bikini. Like, You'll be, know. It's going to be great. Yeah. Is it nan- nanomachines? Nano, you got it. Nanomachines. I can't believe it. You've already figured it out. I have to kill you now. <laughs> we can never release this podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I, I do, I do I like... I didn't find an NDA. I, <laughs> I do feel like this is... Metal Gear Solid 6, though. Like, this is absolutely... That's what people keep saying, but I haven't... I can't make that connection because I haven't played it, so I... I can't make Metal it. Metal Gear Solid 6, The Phantom Ladder. I... I'm really excited for it. Th- that, that was a fucking awesome ladder, dude. Was, yeah, that telescope ladder, it just went forever. Yeah. I bet you anything yeah. would go like, to the fucking moon. Uh, the structural integrity on long. that is insane. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty-looking game. Like, they're using the um, engine from... God, what is it? Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, Horizon. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm excited that, like, I really liked Horizon. I thought Horizon looked amazing. So I'm hoping this game will kind of reach those same highs. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yes. I'm going to I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna, I don't even care. I'm going to buy it. I The thought even crossed my mind. I'm, I'm like, do I want to spend $200 on the baby? Because a part of me was like, Wait, is it kinda... $200? I thought it was $100. Did you say $200 it, Oh, or no. It is $200 for the I, baby. It is a scale replica of the I, baby. I know someone and oh, it lights oh, oh. Up. who bought the fucking baby. Okay. And I'll, I'll be sure to get pictures and have them forwarded to you guys. Cause... Well, I definitely want to... This might be the first game where I'm like collector... Or not the first game, but a, a game in a long time where I'm like, collector's edition, please. $100, here you go. For the baby? What are you going to do with the baby? Where is it going to go? Are you going to put it by your bedside? Because it would freak me out. It'll, listen. It's I will be, give it's it, it to Solaire. And Solaire will protect the baby. My Solaire amiibo. Okay, I guess I can justify it. If... Bloodborne 2, everybody. Solaire <laughs> protects a baby. I think that's how that works. <laughs> Solaire's wet nurse. <laughs> No, this is so bad. I'm gonna buy Dose Stranding and I'm gonna hate it and I'm gonna love it. Okay, um, so that was the only actual like real game that we got. Um, although we've had a couple of leaks, um, because I guess Ubisoft can never seem to keep a lid on all the games that they have to show for whatever reason. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, Yeah, so Watch Dogs Legion leak, Tyler. I know that you were following this. It's set in it's post Brexit London. Correct? Yeah, it's so it's Watchdog Three again. Reportedly is going to be in London, and it's post Brexit, which is weird. And you're able to play as any NPC, 
Like, there's no, like, I, I don't know if there's going to be a main character or if you're just a fucking NPC and, like, you're just the data technology hacker, like, shit, and you just jump from person to person. I don't know. Oh. It's really weird. See, Boy, mate, you got I any could, them NPCs, I could fuck with that. those limey-wimey technologies? <laughs> I'll fuck you up, I swear on me, mum! I will say, though, if it if they're going to go that route, if they're going to go you're more of a hacker... I'm I'm for it because the first game when they first like um did like a reveal or teaser for it it was totally like there are no guns it's you as a person interacting with the world through technology because you're a hacker and you hack into things and then they released the game you wear and a it was trench like, coat no here's a gun bang bang and it's just like okay I really hope yeah are, are you guys first game was are you bad. guys worried that like the the tones of this game like the tone of this game is going to be kind of like more grimdark like the first uh watchdogs that's what i kind of like that first game had like a like i liked the idea of it and i was playing it, i'm like man this like just sucks the story is like there's nothing there Mm-mm. the tone is awful it was so edgy yeah, yeah. and then yep. two was like very like oh positive yep. 90s cult. like it was like a 90s like hackers film like it was literally taking the tone of hackers and then transporting it to the 2010s and that's i really liked that so I'm hoping they continue that. I pray. It does. It does feel very precarious. But the one thing that, like at first, I was like, you could play as any NPC. Blah, but then I started thinking about um, observation, which is that uh, Devolver Digital game that just came out, yes. like what two weeks ago, in which you play as a computer. So you play as an AI, and the main character who you follow around like gives you commands, and you are literally just like moving a robot around like changing camera views like interacting with ship systems and that's the whole plot is you are the computer and you take information and then commands and give back and like that was really fascinating and i like i had never thought about playing a game as an ai before and so like obviously you know you're gonna have to be a guy probably in a basement somewhere or whatever but like the concept of it being like you are a computer program or you are a virus or you are a just all of cctv as some kind of weird we are legion hive mind like i could get down with that that would be really cool that's probably not what they're gonna do but i can still dream yeah. <laughs> right well in in, in england too um, i think like with the stricter gun laws like that'll be kind of a an excuse to not have a lot of guns so we can get away from like the yeah kind of intense gunplay that's what you think i would hope <laughs> this is post brexit yeah. baby anything can it's happen. like far cry out there it's like fucking mad max on the island (laughs) 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 we're not political it's not political don't even say it's It's political Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh i I almost i almost want to sit down and make a bingo card just for the announcement of this game because i bet 150 bazillion dollars that someone's going to be like at some point in this launch cycle we're not trying to make a political statement probably so this is on the topic of another game that got leaked, this is a problem that I have with Call of Duty. So Call of Duty Modern Warfare got leaked because when we reboot a series, we just name it the first game, obviously, as one does. And I don't know if you, either of you watched the trailer, but I just, I am struggling with this idea of like, war is bad and you should feel bad, but also it's fucking baller. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kill streak. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, how much Call of Duty I, I feel like we're st- did you guys play growing up? Like, or even in the last couple of years? Zero. Um, I really wanted to play Call of Duty Black Ops Four though, because there was one guy that I thought was really hot, and that was like literally my whole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm th- I'm like that guy. I'm really sorry. Because I- my 
first Call of Duty game was Modern Warfare. Okay. Cuz I- uh so and I have the original really, the original Modern Warfare and then I think I did Call of Duty 2. I don't remember the sequence in which they came, but I've only played two Call of Duty games and I was like, mm, not for me." And then I never touched them again because what did they do? I you know, that was different. Yeah. Well, I I agree with that. I just remember like when Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 came out, I was like really deeply into it. Like I bought my my friend convinced me to buy an Xbox specifically for that game and we played together all the time and I picked up like the next six Call of Duty games and I was like kind of ride or die, ride or die there for a minute. And I think they, they yeah. get progressively more like, oh, war is bad, man. Like, look at this. Like, no Russian dog. Like, kind of just doing these really like shock jock kind of scenes where it's like, oh, all these things have a cost. And that was kind of like the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 reveal with the nuclear bomb. Um, but they never really felt super impactful for me. And then we always, that's how we get these like stupid memes, like the, you know, press F to pay respects, <laughs> where it tries to. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, and they put Kevin Spacey in it. Yeah. Oh. And they try to have these like really like, impactful moments that don't really hit because they immediately like the the change in tone is like a whiplash where it's like oh shit nuclear bomb oh man we gotta go kill him throw your fucking knife shoot a person and it just gets really like frenetic in terms of the energy that's bringing to all of this and i, I don't think yeah. this game has any more promise like from the very limited marketing materials that we've seen it seems like it's kind of just following in those steps but trying to maybe make it a little more like oh shit war dude like it doesn't seem like it's over the top like black ops like there were no zombies involved in the trailer so i guess that's yeah. a step up i don't know i feel like and now i cannot what frustrates me is i cannot think of the name of this game so you can play name that game for me um there was a game that was out last gen and it was the game and that everybody cites when spec ops like, line whoa get Thank you. We have not been able to <laughs> get past it. that. I knew it. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, I feel like at the time, Spec Ops The Line was like, and I remember playing it and being like, whoa, dude. And for some reason, that's like where we stopped because people still go back to Spec Ops and be like, whoa, dude, except it doesn't, I don't think it holds up that way anymore. And it just feels very bumbling for us to keep being like, war, war never changes. Or does it? Maybe not. Or does it? You know what I mean? Like, Right. You can't keep yeah, having this conversation. It's just, just their narrative. They don't have anything to say about war, right? Because everyone war knows war is bad, but war is necessary. And it's fun to war shoot people. War is radical for dudes, yeah! Yeah, shoot the bad people. You know, they're like the brown ones or something. Whatever. <laughs> and it's just like, okay. Um, I wish uh, that whoever is making like a Call of Duty or a war game, a shoot 'em up, that they would try to explore that genre a little more, and and like I don't know, because like war is fucking it's awful, and like everyone dies, and it's it affects everybody no matter what. Yeah, and none of them treat it that way. It's just like, a, and I don't I don't have a problem with Call of Duty like being what it is. Like you can totally have a shooter game that's just for shooting and like to have fun, like PUBG or Fortnite or whatever. And that's fine, but like when you're a video game about war and you don't actually explore anything of what war means or like, you know, the consequences of war, there's no like virtue or morality thing going on, then what's the point? Like, it's just... It's really interesting, I think, when we look at like Call of Duty Black Ops 4 and how that was like a multiplayer only game, which is kind of what I thought 
the yeah. focus of these next games would be. And now they're taking a step back and kind of doing the story-based thing. And I I really think that those are two very different modes and two very different beasts in terms of how you would market those games. Where it's like, okay, co-op is supposed to be fun. You could put your like blunt sticker on your gun. Isn't that neat? And then the story modes have always been <laughs> trying to be a little more serious. And I kind of thought that we'd get more of a diversion. We may still, that may happen. Where it's like, okay, we get the, sure. you know, free-to-play, like, shooter, and then you can buy the campaign every, like, two years or whatever. I kind of thought that's where they were going with this, and I feel like that might give them a little more, like, room to navigate the challenges of, you know, making a story that's impactful while still having that, like, marketing engine of, like, we need to sell loot boxes. We need to, like, have a fun multiplayer mode. Um, and I just didn't expect them to go this way, honestly, because I feel like those are two very different goals. You know, like, an artistic one of, like, we're going to tell a story versus, like, blunt stickers, we need an announcer pack with Snoop Dogg. Like, I feel like that's, that's and yeah. that, that combination right. of both products into one thing yeah. is a, I don't know. I think that's where you get these kind of weird mess, marketing messages from. Yeah. Oh, totally. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into the Fallout thing, but like, all I can think of is, I feel like one of the reasons why people always cite Fallout New Vegas as being the game out of the Fallout games is like the one, because it's the only one that really deals with like wars the concept is like that was really shitty and now there's like bigger problems where people have rebuilt there's like all these new factions there's people who are living and just like making lives for themselves and there's more of a discourse about what's left over you know what i mean versus like there was a bomb and i'm in right here and zombie and you know what i mean which is i feel like that where the other games have tended to go so i just don't I just think we do war games bad, and we haven't figured it out. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of hard to make a game about war when there's, like, actual wars happening against brown people around the world, like, specifically by the United States and Afghanistan or other things, where it's like, hey, can we really make light of this? Like, is this more of, like, a marketing tool for the military? Like, I don't know, the whole idea yeah. of it really squicks me out. It does. It's very radicalization yeah. of of people, and it's just like, you know, it's either they're... they're their uh, audience base is like ex-military, military, or like 13-year-olds who like military and haven't watched anything but like, you know, uh, anything other than the Hurt Locker. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, it's just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm sure we'll see more of that, obviously, at, at E3 um, next week. Um, I'm looking here at the other stuff that we have listed. I mean, not as much else just to to kind of cover really quickly so xbox game pass is going to be for pc games too they just kind of what one thing that. that's I'm unclear sure that's going to be covered in e3 i want an answer to is if it's going to be one subscription service or if they're going to have like a subscription service specifically for pcs and then another one for xbox so that's just one of my things yeah i'm hoping it, it's all one thing and they're not going to like hope just, it's all one thing yeah same yeah, yeah i do too and and I know that they're doing more for crossplay and like there's a lot of like hey the game that you play on your Xbox One you could pick up and play on your PC so I would I could see why they would keep them separate but at the same time I don't think people are going to pay separately you know mm-hmm. what I mean right like I don't think the I market wouldn't. can bear that so we'll see um uh let's see Apple TV you can now use your PS4 and Xbox One controllers I know we're all big Apple TV fans here yeah uh, <laughs> but you you sure can do that. Um, there was a Baldur's Gate 3 tease. We know nothing more than a picture. So I know that you were really stoked about this, Tyler. Yes. So hopefully we'll get more I, E3 that's yes. not a picture. Yes. <laughs> I imagine it's going to be revealed and it'll be glorious. And I I don't know what to expect. Will it be a top-down RPG? Will it be like Pillars of Eternity? 
Will it be more like the uh, later Baldur Baldur Gates, like that went to console, like Baldur Gate Alliance, that was like all three D Neverwinter Nights style, or like what what's gonna what's gonna happen, or what's what it's gonna be, or if it's just gonna be like Divinity but Baldur's Gate, which I will also enjoy. Anyway, yeah, I'm interested to see too because that's a that's a great team to be behind it. So I think it I like I believe. Um, in terms of what's upcoming, at least in the next couple of days, um, THQ Nordic has said that they're going to announce three games over three days. If anybody cares about THQ Nordic after they did that stupid-ass AMA. It's all Darksiders um, there's a po- 4, 5, and 6. Who's excited? Hell yeah! <laughs> there's an wasn't it original- Yeah, wasn't it originally about the Horses of the Apocalypse? And somehow we made two about one of the same, two of them were about war, and then one of them was, um, and then they just kind of forgot me, about Rebecca, that. Rebecca, one of them's about war, one of them's about death, and one of them's about not pestilence, uh, one that they just made up. I can't remember what the third one is, so check your facts, all right? Sorry. <laughs> they could the, announce Kingdom uh, of Armor. heard of the apocalypse. Right? Like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, okay, true. Someone, I think either last year or two years ago, they did buy the IP, I don't think Kingdoms of Avalar is going to be showing this year, unfortunately. I don't think people can put together, unless the team that was on Kingdoms of Avalar, uh, I think Studio 38, unless they had, they were going to plan for a release of either a next game or an MMO. So unless they were like super far ahead with their MMO and like people could just kind of pick up the pieces and carry on there's no way they're gonna put that could be a possibility but it's gonna be a single player game i would imagine that's what i'm that's what i'm saying they have to really like but i would love an mmo kingdom amalar because that's that would be fucking stellar i need to play this game with you tyler because i need i don't understand it it always looked like a very bad game oh yeah and i want to know why you like it so much i need to know oh i love it so much so much Sorry, I didn't mean to derail the conversation with the Amalar talk. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's okay. That's no, good that, conjecture. It, it could be one of their things, or they could be like, we're getting back into making Nickelodeon games, everybody. Here's three new Spongebobs. <laughs> I would accept that, too. Please. Yeah, actually, me, too. If they want to remaster Battle for Bikini Bottom, I would be like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, tomorrow, which is Wednesday, since it's Tuesday, there is a Pokemon Sun, Moon, and Gun stream. Um, it's coming on at the crack of dawn for us folks on the West Coast, so I'll just let other people tell me what happens. Um, on Thursday, there is a stream about Google Stadium Studio. That's it. Stevia. Uh, in which case, they, I believe they are announcing launch specs, pricing, game lineups, and as we know, it's just David Jaffe at a PC building it himself, so. (laughs) Um, cat's out of the bag on that one. Um, and then what leaked today was the new expansion for Destiny. They're having a whole live stream on Thursday about it. it going back to the moon, baby. There's, there's no better time like the present to get into Destiny 2. I was surprised that there was not a moon already within Destiny 2. Because there was, I would yeah, figure... Yeah, it was the first one. Well, actually, Tyler, they go to the moon of, of Jupiter called Titan and it's and Io. It's very cool. They just don't go to the yeah. Earth moon. So there are moons in in destiny yeah but the earth moon was amazing (laughs) because it's the moon it's our moon and like i understand you can't really just pour over you know game one physics into game or game one assets into game two assets because they have a fuckery tool game thing that they're using for their game but i figured it would be there now it's there though i guess so now the 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 earth finally has a moon 
Are you guys gonna get I'm into this with me? Finally, after all of these, are we years. gonna get back into Destiny? Now yeah. I'm pick up this game. Uh, hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> on my computer, yeah, all... is there crossplay, or do I have to pick it up on PS4? You have to pick it up on PS4 because I bought it on computer, and I just can't. Sorry. God damn it! I can't I'm do on it. a computer. <laughs> it's too much. Can't you play with the? Can't you play with the co- uh, controller on your computer? Oh, I just don't want to sit at the computer anymore. I'm done with the computer. That's where I work all day. I don't want that Listen, thing no more. Listen, just. I feel your... that too. Though. Okay, that's totally. true. That's very true. That's why I bought an Xbox One was so I didn't have to stand at my computer. <laughs> Just get your comfy chair and push it into your desk and sit there in your comfy chair with the computer, or drag your computer to your TV and then you know hook it up. That's and, that's like, the smart play. You know, no, that's not what I do, but it's what I would do if my boyfriend didn't already do it. So, <laughs> all right, are y'all ready? Talk about E3 2019 before it happens. From the perspective of people that are not in the game industry. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Calm down. We're losing you. You went into like crazy frog there, which is really good. It's right at the end. It was a little. Bah, 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 bah. It was crazy frog um, or Hamtaro, either one. Oh, do you remember Hamtaro? Come on and sing the secret. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> E3 2019, from the perspective of some people that are not in the game industry. Um, so the first one I have on my list here is Xbox. I'm looking at my notes from last year, and I gave up counting after they announced 18 games. They announced like 40 games last year, which is quite a lot. A lot of them actually came out. Some of them absolutely did not, but that's okay. Um, at least as far as we know, in terms of the E3 briefing, um, they have announced that they have 14 first party titles, which would make sense since they bought like 10 studios last yes. year. Um, they also say that they have three new IPs to announce. Um, they're definitely showing Halo Infinite gameplay, which would be one of the 14 games. Um, they obviously have the potential to show new hardware. That's kind of the assumption that they're going to show it because Sony is not going to be at E3 this year. Um, there's also rumors of a Fable reboot, which is what I personally would like. Uh, nothing else. Yeah. And then conversation as well about a new FromSoft game uh, through the work that they've been doing with George R. R. Martin. That's what we've got. What are you all thinking about Xbox? Is this the year of Xbox? Did they win the console war? Well, no, when there's no they other did competition. not. They did not win the Xbox wars <laughs> or the console wars. <laughs> the great, the great Xbox war of two. They lost the war against themselves. They played themselves so hard. Well, okay, so tell me about this, Olivia, because I'm, I'm, in this, I think it's. I think Xbox is doing pretty great for oh, themselves. I mean, They're like coming out strong at, at this point, at the end of the generation. With, like, discounted hardware, a subscription service, you know, like, they're setting themselves up for next year. I just don't think that they really... I think we all were Xbox 360 players who jumped ship to PS4. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was... I was never an Xbox, but that's... <laughs> you're... Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Tell me more about this <laughs> PS4 and Sony. <laughs> yeah, I, I just never had a who PS3. Are they? And then... What do they do? <laughs> what are video games? <laughs> who are they? Um... <laughs> I, I keep thinking like this is like I keep thinking the phrase like this is a building year like every year is a building year and maybe now we'll actually be able to do it um, like I, I get the feeling they're gonna yeah. like, talk about new hardware right like that must be part of their presentation or they're gonna like hint at it at the very least they've already started kind of well, what do you guys think mm-hmm. I mean the 
well, so they have the perfect platform right now because stuff already came out about the PS5. So the PS5 kind of beat Xbox to the punch. However, Xbox now has this public stage where Sony is not even there. So it's not going to be like that weird thing where it's like, I have a console, well, so do I, haha, and then you could compare them back and forth. But if they come out and say, hey, look at this console, then it just gives Sony time to be like, oh yeah, well, fucking watch this, and then come out with something and have a whole other review. You know what I mean? So it's a very weird, like, I almost wonder if Sony made a smart choice by not being 83 this year. Just saying. Not really Um, sure. I I think... Oh, go, go ahead. Louis. I was going to say, if you're a Microsoft and you had the budget and you were just like, we need to, this brand needs to succeed or it's going to die. Like, that's kind of how I feel about Xbox. It's like, you know, they've already put so much money into it. There's that rumor that they were going to try to like spin it off into a separate company. I don't know how much like right. the Xbox brand name actually aligns with Microsoft's like long term vision of what their company is. So I'm kind of like, this is like the do or die moment, I feel like, in terms of like what the future of the Xbox is. It's like it needs to hit like this generation or it's done for in my opinion yeah See, it had a bad launch last gen it was yeah, just a tv box right bad and so i think i think microsoft is finally coming around i think they're finally like giving gamers what they want um <clears throat> but i feel like microsoft's actually being really smart and they are finally thinking like long term versus short term and they're not necessarily caring what sony does anymore because sony was pretty much their only competitor um nintendo was like nintendo, i mean everyone's their competitor but sony was like their rival um and now they're start the two are starting to become more like beneficial friends and microsoft is playing like the long game because they have i think what they're going to talk about at the microsoft in terms of technology for sure is going to be their um their server cloud saving with sony and like clarify exactly what that means and what that does and like how that will affect you and future pricing or whatever uh for gamers i think that's what they're going to do in the absence of sony um and they may like announce like hey it's called our new console is called phoenix x bone x or something stupid um (laughs) And, Project Scorpio. Yeah, right, exactly. And uh and like we'll just be announced like, oh, they have another console, surprise, surprise, and like we won't see it until next year. Um I don't know what else they could do. Maybe they'll go into controllers. Look at these awesome controllers, guys. Although that would be pretty cool if they were like, Hey, here's how we were addressing dis- uh the disabled or uh you know, disabled gamers and like this is what we're doing. I forget what their project was uh for that, but It'd be neat for them to do something like that. Like, hey, we love everyone as a gamer, you know, and this is what we're doing to accommodate everyone for gaming. But I don't think that's going to happen. Do you, do you guys think there's going to be any, like, action on the using, like, the Xbox platform as, like, kind of your back end for developers? So, like, you could use an Xbox ID on, like, a Nintendo Switch. Like, there are a couple of games that support that. But I'm kind of imagining where, like, would the Xbox Live, like, profile show up on... You know, a PS4, for example. Like, do you think there's any future in that? It's possible. Are you saying it for does seem like Yeah, for crossplay and for, like, you know, save transfers, whatever. Like, I feel like Epic with Dauntless was kind of doing that, where they're providing the back end for Dauntless, at least as far as I'm aware. Maybe. Sure. So. I feel like it might yeah. be more like, if I'm, on a, if I'm on a PS4 and you are on Xbox, it'll probably say Xbox user Olivia, whatever your name was. 
probably or your name would be green i don't know yeah. because i feel like with because i just know i don't i mean i don't know but i you know rumors and things of reading up on sony and how they use their uh username is like your, your battle tag or whatever the your gamer tag is you and like how they go about processing that bullshit is like super complicated complicated and like you have to have your own ps4 account in order to like play on the ps4 so i don't know how yeah. like that cross play and shit i'm not is. saying it's going to be like the xbox live tag will replace it but i could just i, I want to see i kind of get like this the idea that i'm trying to convey is that microsoft has been really forward with this idea that like hey we're we're partners with everyone like even our enemies are our partners now like they just signed that deal with sony for providing like uh rack space and i'm kind of wondering like if yes. microsoft will eventually make that push to be like all right we're gonna put our games out on like ps4 we're gonna like put our services on ps4 i kind of wonder if that would ever happen like could you get x cloud on a ps4 or whatever the next playstation mm, I is could see it. i would love to yeah, see it I, yeah i mean i think if they want to stay alive you know what i mean like i don't know i i hate to use the like i hate comparing xbox and ps4 because it always feels very reductive and gamery and I also hate what I'm about ready to compare them to, but I always get the sense of the, like, the Marvel versus DC cinematic universe stuff, where it's, like, two very similar organizations trying to make kind of the same content to a very similar audience, right? And so you have one, which is Marvel, which is, like, a very highly controlled experience, like, there's, like, a lot of shit that goes into it, there's a lot of, like the people stay the same for forever and there's like 18 million different phases and there's like you know that's kind of how it feels like when sony comes out with all these first party games and, and on and on and on and then you have the dc universe which is like i don't know there's people that kind of come in and out and all of the stuff has sort of different tones and so you can kind of bounce back and forth between like this movie's really good and this movie's really bad and i don't know if that's ugh, such a bad i'm really sorry i had to make that comparison right then but that's like all i can think of is xbox feels like it hasn't gotten into the stride of hitting every single thing and not saying that sony hits everything like i think days gone was kind of bad um but i feel like they have more hits than they have misses and sometimes it feels like xbox has more misses than they have hits and so i think i don't know it does kind of feel like a hail mary in the sense of like hey guys you can get crackdown 3 on switch now isn't that cool mm -hmm. buy game pass use game pass you can get it anywhere hooray you know what i mean like i feel like that widening their market is the only way that they i don't want to say the only way but it feels like the way that they can get well and i could keep the brand alive i, I think I mean? that angle would also play to their strengths like hey microsoft is a service provider you know what i mean like that's their whole like we're a corp like their thing is like we're a corporate service provider but also we have this gaming service that could be a service provider if we offer it you know like it's a subscription service now so yeah I, and it makes more sense if going into the next generation, if it becomes about companies specializing in the thing that they're good at. You know what I mean? Like, Sony services suck ass. Like, they just are terrible. Like, just awful. I'm really sorry, Sony, but they're terrible. Um, but then you have something like Microsoft that's, like, figured out a lot of the crossplay stuff, and a lot of it just kind of works, and their subscriptions are pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. and, you know what I mean? Right. That would be nice to have, and just kind of let people... Yeah. Be good at the thing that they're good at instead of trying to do everything. Totally. Back. Well, and I'm kind of hoping that, like, I actually, I've been playing more on my Xbox recently, like with Sea of Thieves and stuff like that, that I have my PS4. And I'm like, yeah, I think this is like, a, I like this controller. It's like a pretty good piece of hardware. So I, I kind of don't think that we'll at least get one more box and then we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of my perspective on it. Yeah. Like, this could be the last Xbox. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Although, I don't know. I'm interested to see what their first party titles look like, because I think that could save it. But I think as long as it's like, it's on Xbox and PC, I think that's the problem. Like, the reason why people buy Sony boxes is because you can't get that anywhere else except for on, like, PlayStation, right? And so if you can be like, well, I can just play this on my laptop. I don't need an Xbox. Like, yeah, that's not really good for the future of Xbox. Yeah, but I think they kind of view themselves as like, well, that's still Xbox because you'll log in through your Xbox Live, like, account. You know what I mean? You'll use our services. You'll pay for Game Pass. Right. Like, I think that's kind of their perspective right. on yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's Xbox without a physical right. box. We're taking box. Xbox anyway. It's an, it's yeah, an ephemeral brand now. Welcome to the future. It might be their, yeah. It might be their <laughs> step towards, like, having, like, like Xbox Apple Box. But it's, but it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, a little... You'll get this little box that's a hundred dollars, and you'll hook it up to your TV, and then you'll pay for the service, and like then you'll have a cloud, you know, a cloud thing of all your games, and they won't do discs anymore or something, or right. I don't know. I mean, that's literally what XCloud is, right? Like that was their pitch for XCloud. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh huh. I think that's where kind of everyone's kind of or trying to go. Sony, not so much because PS Now sucks, but. Who knows? Oh, it's so bad. Maybe, maybe, maybe once they partner with, that, now... with Xbox, it won't suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, who knows? Um, what else? Yeah. I'm really pumped for a Fable reboot. I flippin' loved the Fable series. I even loved Fable 3, the one that everyone hated. I never finished it. I never finished it. But I love I Fable love 1. And I think, yeah, I like, I, and Fable 2 has been a long time ago, so I don't really remember it. But <laughs> I had it. I remember it being good. I would be really interested to see how that game would hold up now because I think at the time it felt very novel and now its systems are so backwards that they would really have to reinvent it from the ground up. Yeah. Um. So I would be curious to see what that would turn into. But also, I just really like Fable. So I just love the Demon Doors. I just want Demon Doors in games. Would you want it to have just that, want... that same kind of like British humor? Yes. Absolutely. That weird, like, lion's head stuff. Yeah, it was like, I don't know. I thought it was entertaining. No, totally. <laughs> Maybe it didn't have wide up. I, I don't think, I was just kind of thinking, like, okay, what are the contemporaries of that game? Like, a Dragon Age or, like, a Skyrim or something? And I'm like, okay, if they just made a Skyrim, it's not... it would not be the same. Yeah. It would be It would be tough for them to, to walk the lead. And, like, I don't know, because it was never really open world, you know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of hub instances. But then, like, um, Fable 3 did a really interesting thing with its pause menu, which was, like, an actual physical location that you would go to. And instead of scrolling through menus, like, oh, I'm going to change my character's outfit, I'm going to go to my menu, my inventory, you would walk into, like, a closet. And you would physically change clothes and, like, put stuff on mannequins. And then, oh, I want to go look at my money. I'm going to go walk into another room and just see how much money I have piled up. It was, like, really awesome. And I've never seen another game do that. And so I feel like even at the time it was doing stuff that was awesome and like really interesting. And so it would be kind of sad for it to just be like, it's just like Skyrim. Yeah. But without guns. I guess there are guns. And so it's Skyrim with guns. (laughs) Skyrim with guns and a little bit of Zelda. Yeah. Perfect. So we'll see. That could be, that's just a rumor that could not be true. Um, I know that there's also the rumor about the FromSoft George R. R. Martin. Yes. Game, what do you think be- that's going to be? I think. Okay, I want to hear your what you think is going to be, Rebecca. But I'll go first since I am excited for this announcement. I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be nautical themed. So it's going to be you on a boat. 
going through the ocean and bullshit and like you're sailing. You and, like, and Theon Greyjoy. Because... Yeah, Aww. exactly. And who knows? I don't know. But that's because I uh, was reading like the, I know it's not like a press release, but like George R. R. Martin was talking about it and they were like, he's just consulting like on the game, like world building, you know? So like, who knows what it would mean, but there was like some allusion to like traveling and like also water or something. So I was like, uh, I think it's going to be something with the ocean or like you're a sailor or something, but who knows? Yeah, that's possible. I was hearing that it was just open world with horseback riding. I heard the horse thing, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, is it going to be like another, um, oh, what's that one where you're killing the giants and you're a boy on the horse? Oh, oh, you're thinking of, um, oh, fuck. God, I just lost it. Literally, you talked about it like last time. Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow yes, Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah. If it's going to be like fucking Shadow of the Colossus, I don't know if I want it, but also, I mean- who knows? I, I'm just I excited inter- for anything from Soft. I always eat up. So, I would be interested to see them do more of a high fantasy epic because I know that that was they like Miyazaki's. Souls. Well, not necessarily, but like I think to me the thing that I always really thought was interesting about Dark Souls was that you know Miyazaki was someone who really liked Western fantasy novels, but he didn't like his reading level of English was not good enough when he was reading novels to like a hundred percent understand the plot. And so there was a lot of, of conjecture about how the original Dark Souls was designed from the perspective of someone who like only kind of understood bits and pieces of a fantasy novel and had to kind of draw conclusions to understand what was really going on. And so that's why oh. you see like lore bits that are like kind of not really connected and just kind of scattered all around and there's a lot of opportunity to sort of draw your conclusions about what's going on in the world and how people are related and um it gives it allows you to be a part of the world building too because it's not really giving it all to you i guess and i think like i think george r R. martin is someone who's really very talented at world building i think that was always what was very good i guess about the game of thrones series like i think that's what drew a lot of people to it was that it, it felt very alive and so i think you know the perspective of of someone leading a team who really loves fantasy epics and is very thoughtful about world building and is very thoughtful of and purposeful about the information that is given plus someone who is even if he's just consulting like someone who is fucking amazing at world you know what i mean like right. to have a very high fantasy open world epic but done in the style of kind of a weird Stuff doesn't quite match up. I don't know. I would like to see it take on more of a Morrowind type vibe where it's like you can fundamentally break the storyline if you just are careless. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I felt like that had a lot of weight to it and I don't really feel like we make games like that anymore. Games don't feel as dangerous, I think, as Morrowind did back then. So right. anyway, that's all to say. I want George R. R. Martin and From Software to remake Morrowind for me. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> I'm here for it. All right, Xbox. It's time for bed. Because Bethesda's coming up. And last year we had to sit through fucking WWK. And that was weird as shit. Um, so Bethesda is doing another showcase again this year. Um, Todd Howard has come out and said that there will be no Starfield or TES6. Which is, makes sense because I think it's pretty obvious that those are on next-gen consoles anyway. And since this is... 
another one of those weird limbo years and makes sense we wouldn't talk about that um i believe wolfenstein and doom eternal so wolfenstein young blood and then wolfenstein whatever the vr thing was and um doom eternal are going to show this year those are the games that they have announced that have not come out i imagine there's potential for rage 2 stuff if people still care about rage 2 maybe fallout 76 if people still care about fallout 76 i don't know for tes online because they just came out with a new expansion for that um hey what's the arcane team doing i haven't heard from them in a while you know what it's gonna be it's going to be so you'll hear you will hear from arcane and you're gonna hear from uh the evil within devs i think this e3 is going to showcase a lot of horror games um it has evil within hasn't been like mentioned or like brought up it's not rumored this is like purely my conjecture but you haven't heard anything from those devs the game came out 2017 it's been three years uh the first one came out 2014 so you know three years every three years they were supposed to make one this is the third year um and we'll see where that goes uh arcane studio they're either going to do uh a game we've never heard of uh so like a new ip being like arx fatalis please um or it could be uh uh a continuation of um prey which i think is the more likely thing they just released you know not just released but they did release the prey dlc uh a while ago but i feel like that was already like in the works a long time ago and so they probably have already started working on prey 2 um and who knows if we'll hear more about um their other game that now i can't remember it's dead or death something oh dishonored really bad yes dishonored dishonored yes 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 sorry um and that would be interesting but i don't know what they're gonna do with dishonored because they they also I just released dlc for dishonored as well so will this be the next chapter in dishonored or i i I think the Dishonored storyline is done. Like, yeah. I think they did say that. I, I, from, yeah. from what I understood, like, Dishonored and um, Prey didn't do super great. Like, it seems like they were standing by those games and supporting them, but I didn't think they were, like, blockbusters. Am I misunderstanding that, Rebecca? I think you were kind of following that. Uh, Yeah, and, like, Prey, Prey suffered because of the title. Like, as everybody knows, it wasn't the Prey as promised, but, you know um it a lot it lost a lot of people because of that and i think you know dishonored one did pretty well and then i think maybe dishonored two didn't have the same niche appeal that the first one did i don't know if either of them did, did poorly I, like um dishonored's dlc was a standalone so that was sort of the year that like dlc got released as a standalone like a double a kind of a game mm-hmm. so we got um lost legacy for uncharted and then we got the death of the outsider for dishonored two um so i i don't know i I think they've said that Corbel's storyline is pretty much done. So they, and I imagine Emily's is as well. So that's probably just like good night. So I would assume that that arcane team could be working on a new IP. Um, I would be interested to see if they did Prey 2. They, I feel like they could. I feel like they could. I think they could. I don't know. The way that that game ended, I was kind of like, can we? Maybe we can. Um, but I, they do have the, they have to kind of get over the loop of like, the big reveal does make it difficult to surprise someone again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. So we'll I, see. I was looking at the Evil Within because I haven't really played those many games. And I was like, when did this game come out? Do you guys know what the name of the Evil Within is in Japan? No. What is it? The Evil it's Without. It's Psycho Break. Which, like. I'm sorry, what? It's Psycho is Break. It? One word Psycho Break. Really? <laughs> yeah. I. I it's like so much. I'm having trouble comprehending that name. It's it's really a lot. So I just needed to share. It sounds that, like so. it should have like an initial D intro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it feels like Bethesda is just kind of like I, I don't know. I feel like Bethesda and EA are both kind of in a similar position in my opinion, where it's like, hey, what are we doing? Like our two games that we expected to like kind of carry us through this season didn't really hit super hard. Like, you know, Fallout 76 was kind of like a huge bummer to a lot of people the same way that battlefield 5 was and it's like all right what's on the horizon yeah don't got much it's kind of like we're and not rage, a lot rage 2 didn't do so well and um and there was one more that i don't remember blades i think came out right and i think that's like super... oh elder scrolls yeah. blades was the and i think that's game. still in yeah. beta so it's like not technically out but i haven't really heard anything like amazing about it um and like what's the other i kept hearing like they would do a new fallout shelter like that's rumored to be coming like a fallout shelter too oh really yeah, so that also okay. is a potential thing it does feel it does feel very milk toast you know what i mean like it's almost like why are, are you having a conference well it seems like what's the yeah. point especially since he especially since he was like we're not going to show starfield like that's their next theoretical big like but fucking bethesda ass bethesda game would be starfield and they were like we're not going to show it Okay, it's, then. Okay. It seems like Bethesda is kind of Fine. moving. It's like triple. Like they're trying to position themselves like a triple A developer, which I think by most accounts they are. But they don't have like the studio stable to like just keep putting stuff out every year. Like I felt like last year yeah. was pretty lackluster yeah. in terms of what they actually had to give. And now this year seems like even worse. But I mean, they've got some like super cool stuff. Like Doom Eternal is going to be great. I get the feeling. So. Yeah. And. I mean, Todd Howard is, like, known for coming out and being like, and it's available right now, or it's available in two months, and this is the first time you're hearing about it. So there is always that potential of it being like, hey, Arcane has a new game, it's this, it's out in November, goodbye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Has anyone made a Todd Howard simulator uh, game? Because I feel like that's, there's something ripe there. We can make that game, guys. Delete your, delete your podcast recordings, we need to start over. My idea is perfect. We need to protect it. (laughs) Todd Howard, Todd Howard. (laughs) Um, yeah, so Bethesda could be really great or really bad. Usually it's both. Who knows? Anyway, um, Devolver has a big fancy press conference this year. I guess that's what they're calling it. Um, this obviously is that weird, um, I don't know, Adult Swim, like, 30-minute pre-recorded skit show that just is bizarre and involves people getting sucked into computers and dying, and then just kind of, like, game trailers in the back. Um, they have not come out and made any official announcements about what they're going to show, which is fine, I guess. Um, they have announced a bunch of games that have not released yet, such as, like, Middle Wolf Chaos got announced last year, Sinor Wild Hearts has been shown at games events, but has not released, um, Sometimes Always Monsters, My Friend Pedro with the Banana Stuff, um, the Talos Principal Dose, I, I mean, they keep, like, Devolver keeps spitting out games that I don't even know about until right before they come out like uh, observation was one that was just like oh devolver did this oh okay sure so i don't know i feel like they could it could be anything for them it literally could be anything yeah i'm always i like like them interested to see what devolver does um 
they're more indie game focused so it's more kind of like interesting because it's usually things you haven't heard of yet um i'm imagining they're going to talk about what is it wolf command the other FromSoft game that was announced a while back um, metal wolf chaos like rts metal wolf chaos thank you i'm very bad at video games names today so um <clears throat> there's just so much information but anyway uh i must imagine they'll talk about that um and then who knows will we get another like hot my hotline miami because it has been two years since the last one um or something from that dev team so yeah they do have quite a bit of like they have quite a bit of teams that they publish for they do to the point where like i don't even know if i could keep track of them all and well it's just like the pc game show they they have a butt ton of people who come on the stage and they have like a minute and then it's like okay on to the next and like you know they're there for 120 minutes or something it's it's a lot it's a lot of it's a lot to take in yeah so i, I mean i suppose it's worth also mentioning the pc gaming show as well because they've confirmed that annapurna interactive is going to show there which to me is like Ooh. they are putting out really quality stuff right now along with devolver um chucklefish so the um, publishing team behind uh, stardew valley is has a showing at um the pc gaming show um there's a whole bunch relogic modus digital uppercut um like ooblets was shown last year oh man um, they show like two seconds of most when things. is ooblets coming out yeah, i've so wanted ooblets for so long i can't live anymore without ooblets it's coming are you on the are you on the mailing list yeah. Did you guys sign up for the mailing list? I am. And did you get that email about how maybe they're going to do an alpha? Oh, mm-hmm. God. I got to sign up for a mailing list. I'm sorry. I got to be right back. I got to go sign up. It's going to be a minute. What I, think is, <laughs> what I think is interesting is I'm looking at my notes from last year's PC gaming show, and a lot of the games that were announced have not come out. What were, <laughs> like what were a some lot of the of games that were announced? Okay, so Neo Cab, do you remember that one? That's the one yeah, where you're like, the you're like the last cab driver in a Is that not out yet? Robots. I thought so that like, came out like five years ago. Not, that's not out. Um, the Sinking City got pushed back and it's coming out this month. That was announced last year. Um, yes. The Forgotten City is not the same game. It's a completely different game. I'm firing game namers, as everyone is aware. Um, that was a, a mod, I want to say, for a, for Mist or something that's getting turned into a full release. Anyway, I haven't heard about that for a minute. Uh, Morning Star, which I think is about gardening in space. That is nothing about that. Um, Night Call, I don't think is out. Sable, I, is they're talking about it, but it doesn't Sable, have a release date. Yeah, it doesn't have a release date. Might see more um, of it this year. Who knows? Yeah, so Ooblets, obviously. Um, I don't know if Noita came out or not. Um, Overkill, the Walking Dead game, did come out and it was bad. Don't Starve Hamlet is in beta, I think. Um, Hunt Showdown has been in beta for like a 6,000 years and still has not actually gone full release. Uh, um, Satisfactory did come out, but I think it's in beta. Biomutant, do I have that on here? Biomutant, Cloudpunk, The Last Night. I'm just looking at all the games that I have on my wish list that haven't come out yet. Oh, oh yeah, some of the, a lot of those, so like, um... Like, the last night was an Xbox last year. So, wait, if I flip back to Xbox. Hang on. Did you mention Tunic? Um, Tunic was shown for Xbox, I think. Because, like, Outer Wilds was shown there. After Party, Below, Planet Alpha, Sable, Harold Halibut, Ashen. Ashen did come out, though. So did Outer Wilds. So did Below. Anyway. 
Um, yeah, Tunic was shown at Xbox last year. The only thing I have listed for it is it's adorable. So good for me, 2018, <laughs> Rebecca. Um, Accurate. Oh, we forgot to talk about the Gears Pop game, which I'm sure is going to sweep you through. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got Gears of War. Yep. Is, or is this Gears, Gears different? Five. Is there a Gears 5? Well, it's Gears of War 5. Tech- that that yeah. was announced, for sure. I'm just trying to remember. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, there's there the Gears 5. There's the Gears 5, and then there was the Gears Funko Pop mobile experience or something. The, the more important. Right. Of course. Of course. Franchise, Clearly. Obviously. Of clear, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I I would be interested to see if any of the games from last year's Devolver Show, NPC Gaming Show, show up again this year, just to be like, we're still working on it, um, or if we'll get a whole new list of games to put on our Steam wish list and then check back in in twenty twenty. I don't know, um, but a lot of really good stuff. Devolver's doing really good shit. Obviously, Annapurna's doing good sh- stuff. Chucklefish, I know, has a game about like a school for witches. That's like a Stardew Valley type. That looks really cute. I hope that's a real thing. Anyway, we will see. Um, so Ubisoft are good friends who leak all of their games in advance and then say, we don't comment on leaks, but you know they're totally leaking it. Um, they have a show every year that they always open with, um, just dance whatever year it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's going to happen again. Um, I do not know if it's being hosted by a comedian. Um, Watch Dogs is leaked. Obviously, that's probably going to be a huge showing. They have the Roller Champions game that got leaked, they say, is not real. Um, they say that they have three unannounced games to release between January and March of 2020, which Watch Dogs and Roller Champions could be two of those. Um, I assume they may also mention the um, Assassin's Creed game that they have coming out next year. What else is UB on? What are we not thinking of for UB? Uh, well, they're not going to do... Um... I don't know if you said this already, but they're not going to do uh, evil. Uh, oh my oh, god! Oh, beyond good and evil. Yes, thank beyond you. Beyond good and evil, right? Beyond well, they're doing their own stream this week, I think. Oh, are they? I think so. I thought that they said that they weren't going to talk about it at all. That's probably a good thing. I could be wrong. Well, because they they showed just like a movie, and then we're like, we have no game, but that's what we <laughs> wanted to look like when they first announced it. It was like, okay, I mean, sure. You can do that. What about a second Mario Rabbids game? Because that first one was super well received. And it seems like they've been working super be- super closely with Nintendo. Yeah, I bet they could do it. Yeah. I bet people would totally play it, too. Yeah. I'm still making my way through it. But yeah, it's a good game. I Did they have another for it. team up? Like, I'm just trying. I feel like I remember a Nintendo Ubisoft joint that, like, is not that game. But I cannot remember what it was. Is there something else that you guys remember? Am I losing it? They're... I think I'm losing it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I can't remember. Assassin's Creed so. Luigi. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> no. Yes, actually. Damn it! All right. Well, I thought Assassin's Creed Mario Odyssey. Yeah. So that that'll be a thing. So. The other things that I have, at least from last year, so I know that they have mentioned that they want Rainbow Six Siege to just, like, not ever get a sequel and just be on every console forever into the future. So I assume they may mention Rainbow Six. Just anyway. Um, I'm guessing they may have DLC for The Division 2. Possibly. They they did have the whole year planned out, so, for The Division. They could. So that's very yeah, possible. Yeah, I don't know if they'll have... They said there stuff. wasn't, like, any paid DLC, right? Uh, so it's kind of, like, content drops. 
like it yeah yeah it would be free for the first year everything will be free but they could definitely go into extent of like hey we're dropping the next patch today la you know yeah yeah (laughs) y'all we forgot about that ghost recon Um, game the breakpoint thing they've already announced it but i'm sure that's going to take up a big chunk of their presentation oh shit that's right i keep wow they own a lot of tom clancy franchises right now don't they um yeah ghost recon looked dumb so i hope this one isn't dumb god that last one (laughs) narco wasteland or whatever it's too much yeah and it was i they i the only thing i know about the breakpoint is that it's set in a fictional hispanic country and not an actual one so perhaps it's a slightly less racist this time than it was previously but i imagine it's another kill the brown people game which is really it's like in i I thought it was in like the bering strait or something like that like it's your your super north oh is it oh it's not in south america it could be in south america i just thought for some reason i thought it was in like some super remote part of the of the world so that was my because it's like you're you're fighting drones i thought like drones and mercenaries from what i remember so it's been a minute huh okay well probably sure that sounds correct i don't i don't know with these these tom clancy games anymore they all are kind of rolling into the same game although i came into a copy of the division too so i guess i have to get into that now um the pirate game skull and bones that got delayed so i'm imagining that's not going to be shown yeah um, is that they have not figured out how to make is that game coming it. out like it's been delayed like quite a few At times all? now and it seems like it's just not hitting so i kind of already thought this was canceled yeah. i think what happened was sea of thieves was announced and came out and skull and bones was announced and then Sea of Thieves was, like, really popular, but also people were like, I wish they had a single-player campaign. And so then I think the Skull and Bones dev team was like, you know what, this really needs a single-player campaign, so let's do that. And now it's pushed until spring or fall of 2020, so... I hope yes. it comes out. I like the sailing. Our pirates real? Were they actually really Shut cool? up, Dan Reichert. I'm not dealing with this today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was very funny last year. Um, yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, the only other things that I have on here is like For Honor, which is still getting updates. So I don't. Oh, but damn. I don't know if they would have. I forgot about that game. If they would, if it's time for another one, because it just was free on PlayStation Plus. You know what I mean? Like, so right. I always assume that's when it's like end of life. This when it starts to be given away. Um, so I don't know if they would consider doing another For Honor game. Um, they keep making the crew games that are not good. I don't know why they keep doing that. They probably should stop. Trials Rising came out, right? That was announced last year. It came yeah. out. So that's, that's Trials. I don't know. That's it. That's all more I got. More Rayman. Give me more Rayman. I'll take another one of those, please. You, we, yeah. you know what? I, we haven't heard from Rayman. This might be Year of the Rayman like the year of the luigi I, I would be okay with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah year of Aww. luigi for nintendo and year of rayman for ubisoft he got a whole year and only one year sorry luigi okay so we also have i don't why does square enix even have a presser i don't know it's just gonna be a 30 minute video right year. or like a video yeah, it was so have, bad last year i can't believe they did it last year yeah, I it know. was a 30-minute video. Hit play. 
what <laughs> what do they have? Like we talked before we started recording, obviously, about the there's an Avengers game that we think is being done by them. Some kind of superhero something or other is being done by them. Um, They're not going to do... The Final Fantasy VII remake is around. Dragon Quest Builders 2. The finalist fantasy. I don't know. Yeah, they're going to... They have to announce something new or like... Either have like ports of old games or something like Final Fantasy 15 is coming to Switch. And it's like, okay, great. But then like that literally I just announced it. And so like what else are you going to... like? How are you going to fill time? Because that took just five seconds for me to say that. So you have an entire hour to go. So who knows what they're going to do. Maybe they'll go into the mechanics of like, literally, it'll be all Final Fantasy VII. Like, this is what we're doing for 45 minutes. Which would be cool. Which would be fine. I mean, that's what people want. They want to know how their game is going. But it sounds like it's pretty much ready to go. So who knows? Oh, man. I don't know. I think that game is like probably another year out. But I, I think they will think? kind of, that's my, that's my feeling on it. It seems like that game, they've shown so little of it. It's either going to be like a very bite-sized experience, like similar to Ground Zeroes, or it's going to be like a little, we're going to have to wait a while for it. At least that's what I'm thinking. Wow. Who knows? The only thing that I have on my, my list that we have not heard about since last year from them was Babylon's Fall, which is the new Platinum Games game that they say is supposed to come out in 2019, but it is now six months into 2019. Uh, they could talk about that one. Do we, like, have any other details? We saw, that, we saw that, like, kind of, like, story trailer, but that was about it, right? That's, I think, as far as I know, that's all that's been announced. And that's it. Oh, boy. And to be completely honest with you, I continue to get it confused with the new game from the team that did the vanishing of ethan carter which is like oh yeah we made um, like do you remember that trailer yes. that was like from the team that made the vanishing of ethan carter yes. but also bullet storm <laughs> yes. that i keep getting that game confused with babylon's fall i just in my head they're the same game so i hope they show more because it seemed like babylon's fall was like sort of a love letter to Dark Souls games. Like, that's what it felt like the vein of it was. Correct. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I mean, Octopath Traveler came out. They're going to do a Switch port. That will probably show up in their video, right? Like... Yeah? Wait, a Switch port? I'm sorry, not a Switch port. A PC port. My bad. That came out on the Switch first. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, has has the PC port not come out? I don't know. I... Yeah, it hasn't come out yet, well, but it may be like tomorrow. I'm not 100 percent sure. There's rumors of the PC port, oh, yeah. but then also people are rumoring Octopath Travel will come to mobile, which is wild. I could see that, but really? I guess so. It's like more thick, like iPad or something, like a tablet, you know. But it it's still so many gigabytes. Still mobile, so. But that's uh, it's a fucking yeah. rumor, so who knows? It's just hearsay. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they have... So, okay, is... What is... Ugh, sorry, let me, let me roll this one back. So, the Near Automata team, they were... They were published by Square, weren't they? Yes. What well, they the, wasn't the main what guy moved doing? to Final Fantasy? I thought. Yokotaro, I thought he was, like, heading up the next Final Fantasy. I, I mean, I would be down remember. for a Yoko Taro Final Fantasy 16 that'll never come out. 
But now they can't use that excuse anymore because they used to say, well, we're not going to release Kingdom Hearts 3 until we release Final Fantasy 15. Then they released Final Fantasy 15, and then they were like, well, we can't do anything until we release Kingdom Hearts 3, and then that game came out, so now they have no more fucking excuses. Is is, uh, Kingdom Hearts going to get any DLC? So, maybe? Yes? I would think that, like, there has been something, right? No one's mentioned. Yeah. I'm pulling up the... Yeah. Excuse me. I'm pulling up the, um, like, list of franchises that Square Enix owns. Um, and I'm looking at it right now, yeah. and there's like some like the Chocobo Battle Dungeon, and I'm like, I could go for that. I could see that game again. Yeah. Um, they have like yeah, yeah. I, Deus Ex is kind of they're not doing any more of those. I don't think because I don't think Mankind Divided did very well. Um, Drakengard. Yeah. You know, I know that Near was the last the last kind of game in that that um series, but maybe we'll get another one. Um, a, oh. a small series called Final Fantasy. Maybe Final Fantasy Tactics. Let's get a sequel to that. <laughs> people seem to love those games i love that i love that yeah why not sure i love that they have not listed the chrono franchise as being dead even though the last game has not come out since 1999 but it's been 20 years where's my chrono trigger remake in like final fantasy 7 oh my god Uh, can you imagine if they did a chrono like a sequel to chrono trigger or chrono cross chrono break i would be down i liked chrono trigger did you like Chrono Cross? Because I played Chrono Cross first before I played Chrono Trigger, and it was very I didn't play confusing. That one. Oh, that yeah, because I never played it, so I had no idea. I and I did not play Chrono Trigger until like two years ago. I mean, so I, I, played, I put a lot of time to Chrono Cross. I I still have not played it, but I know about it because why not? Wait, they have Bushido Blade. Put Bushido Blade in there. I want to see a Bushido Blade game. Do they really? Oh, damn. Apparently they just published that game. Well, they have- so I don't know this. Oh, that's this uh, Wikipedia. This Wikipedia thing may not be full. It may not contain all of their franchises. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, somebody there. There somebody showing um, Battletoads this year, though, aren't they? Uh, is it that, that an Xbox thing? Xbox yeah, because they own Rare, okay. right? Okay, just to take us. A- I, I, I go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I was just thinking like uh, battle. <coughs> Um, not Battleborn, God. Uh, what is that game? What is Randy Pitcher's <laughs> game? Fuck, I totally forgot what it's called now. <laughs> the new one. Oh, Apex? Borderlands. Yeah, Borderlands, Borderlands 3 is going to show up at Xbox, right? Like, they have nowhere else to really show? Maybe. Maybe? What do they have to What do they have to? I say? feel like yeah, they got to keep mean, that hype train going, right? Like, I don't know. I guess I kind of thought uh, that, that would, they would at least show up here and do another, another presser of some well, sort. How many more magic tricks do you want to see, Olivia? I don't want to see any magic tricks. I was just trying to think who will be cursed with this, like, presentation. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Who would he be? Who would he be alongside? Would he be Microsoft or would he be with, um, I don't. That's why I was like, there's only one place he could show at, right? Like, he's not going to go to, like, a different publisher. It's got to be a platform holder. So I guess Microsoft. Or, like, they'll do the Google event, maybe. Or maybe they won't show anywhere. Maybe they're going underground for a little bit. Maybe that's best for Yeah, right. Gearbox. We're going to get live tweets from Randy Pitchford. I'm on the E3 floor, and I think these games are bad. <laughs> I mean, I guess you never know at this point. Yeah. He just appears on a stage in a cloud of smoke. How dare you besmirch my Woo! Borderlands 3! Billions of guns! <laughs> showers of lightning down upon the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> How could you fuck me like this? <laughs> here's a here's a Borderlands card game. 
that's the E3 I want. It's not the E3 we're going to get. But... Borderlands 3 at Nintendo. Borderlands 3 on Switch. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. The rumor is going around that The Witcher 3 is getting ported to Switch. That's the bullshit. That's never going to happen. So, I... That's insane if it's true. Miracles happen once in a while. I don't think I don't think if I even purchased it. Listen, I never beat. I never completed that game because I don't think anybody has. And if they have, if someone tells you that they have finished The Witcher Three, they're fucking lying. Because I would dare them to show me their fucking Gwent collection. Because I swear to God, I spent more time playing Gwent than actually playing The Witcher. (laughs) Right, I played too many games within games to finish the real game, and I feel like with the Switch. The portability, you would think, oh yeah, the person would have like more time to just kind of pick it up when idle and finish it. But no, I feel like I had to with The Witcher, I had to like sit there for an hour before I can finally like make progress it, in that game. If they, it's just too big, it would have to be a, like a really compromised version of that game, I imagine, to fit it all into a Switch cart, and then also for it to it run would, on that machine. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And. It- it probably can't include the DLC packs either, because those were like an additional forty hours of content. And there were what three of them? Two of them? Two, because it was Blood and Wine and Heart of Stone. That one, yeah, the other one. Thank you. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, that could not be true. It could be true. Who knows? That's the fun part about Nintendo Direct. It's got to. It's got to be Animal knows. Crossing, right? That's got to be their big focus. It's going to be Animal Crossing. I, so, I, yes. If I don't get Animal Crossing, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, so they've listed Animal Crossing. They've listed Luigi's Mansion 3, which I'm very excited about, personally. I don't um, think Pokemon Awakening, will be there. Yeah, Metroid 4. Metroid 4. Sure, that sounds right. Um, last year, they did a, they did like a whole bunch of like ports basically like they just ran down a whole bunch of yes. ports so i'm assuming that we could have that again where it's just like oh yeah captain toad's here now great oh you can play fifa on this console now cool i kind of envision that being the same thing that they did um although looking at this list from last year everything that they announced has come out so that's pretty good actually yeah I Man, it is i hope they we had get... a plan they executed I, this won't happen but i really would wish they could bring like I announced some ports of like uh, Twilight Princess and um, yeah. God, what is the one with the boat? Oh my God, Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Yeah. So I hope I I want to like just and have all of those in one place to play them, and having them on the Switch to be portable would be really nice. Yeah. I want to know I, more about that, that new Zelda game though. Uh, oh, the Awakening, like the remake. The, of the remake, Awakening, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really cute and. Indie. I want to see more of it. Because it's it looks amazing. Plus, they have the uh, rhythm game they could show more of, I guess. Although they a trailer already came out for that, so I don't know if they there's like I don't know what more there is to say other than like it's coming out yeah, today. You could buy. There's it like a right rumor now. that it's just gonna drop one of these days. So fingers crossed. I'd like. Yeah, to- I could totally see that. That I could see that. Do you guys think they'll announce the um, Smash DLC? I think this is probably the perfect place for them to do it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They will. Because what else? I mean, they don't have, like I said, they're not going to be doing Pokemon because Pokemon's going to be tomorrow and like that's going to be the whole thing. They might like 
kind of touch on Pokemon or at E3 physically, it'll be there for people to play or see or whatever. But for the most part, it's going to be all their other IPs. So it's either like another Mario game, Mario Maker 2, they're going to cover, go more in depth into maybe well, Mario any, Maker like, anything else. 2 is out in like five days, right? Like it's really soon. Is it? Is yeah. it that soon? I thought Mario Maker was before. Oh, damn. Well, maybe they won't go into Mario Maker then because... Or who knows? Maybe they'll, before the launch, they'll be like, we heard you like a Mario Maker. I apologize. here's it's, what you do. It's at the end of this month. <laughs> my bad. So I thought I was okay. uh, reading the article. So there might oh, be... June yeah. 28th, yeah. So there might be like a little bit of a Mario Maker like five minutes you know thing like yeah we can't wait to see your mario maker levels please create them um oh there's that new fire emblem game knows? too that's coming out like next mm-hmm, month mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh yeah kind of forgot about that game yeah. i've kind of like i i i've never really played a fire emblem game like i've played a, i've started a couple of them but never have gotten like into it so i want to mm-hmm. this could be the one I do feel like at this point, if they don't talk about Animal Crossing, someone's going to burn the Nintendo headquarters to the ground, and it's going to be me personally. <laughs> do you? I was playing Animal like, Crossing uh, New Leaf recently, and that game, yeah. I, I love that game, but there are some like weird technicalities with the, like, oh, I'm going to go to your village and hang out, and then it's like, oh, you got disconnected, like, just the disconnections and all that stuff, so I really hope it has a focus on online play. Like, I really hope they've, like, ironed all that shit out, because I would like to do more Animal Crossing with my friends remotely. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. Do you think they're going to show any more of the Pokemon Home stuff? Because I know that the stream tomorrow is just Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yes. No, that's old. Pokemon Sword and Shield. And um, gun. So I. Sword, Shield, Gun. <laughs> right. That monkey's got a gun! <laughs> so I'm wondering they could show Home stuff. I mean, they already kind of did a stream about it, so I don't know. That's just like the only other thing that's out there, unless they right. just are like, hey, by the way, we're making a Kid Icarus game. Bye. Oh god, I yeah. hope not. Fuck Kid Icarus. <laughs> Recently playing through Kid Icarus 1, doing... it's bad. <laughs> what if they're doing another Olimar game? A Pikmin game? <gasps> Pikmin Switch! Yeah! Yeah. Like, we haven't seen him since Wii U, so that's no. possible. Maybe just, like, bring both of those games over. I just want them to bring like bring all the shit from the Wii U over to the Switch. Just give me everything. Give me access to all the old games. Yeah. 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 If I mean if backwards compatibility is not like just gonna become the norm, I think I might riot. Because like I got really excited when I remembered that I just bought the X I just bought an Xbox One late in the console cycle because that's who I am as a person. And I got really stoked when it was like, Oh shit, I have a bunch of Xbox games I could play again from my three sixty days and I don't have to get the three sixty out of the box. Right. And that filled me with a sense of childlike wonder. So that's what I want out of all consoles. It's just, let me play old shit and not have to buy it again. Resident Evil 4 being $60 on the... It's four, is it 40 on the Switch? It's like way out overpriced. Oh. I guess you're right, yeah. If it's still like even $40, that was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I think, I think Resident Evil 4, the port to the Nintendo Switch is like $40. Wow. Well, you know what, though? I think that's that's just Nintendo Switch, though, right? That's just Nintendo in general, because I think we discussed this a while ago, where yeah. their, like, their store is very weird, where they'll never have a discounted game. It will always be full price, uh, unless there's like a specific sale going on, because 
of some weird ass legality clause and it's just like what what do you mean there's no discount it's always full price with with ports so yeah (laughs) anyway so the one a couple games we have not mentioned do you guys think control will have a showing because that comes out in like august i don't know if they have a lot more to show other than just it's it's coming in august i'm sure there'll be a playable demo Uh, somewhere available Probably, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing it won't make it into a a thing. Uh, there's also Anthem, which is Anthem still like a thing? I, like, I, I'm wondering. I'm really nervous, but I, we, I kind of, I totally forgot that game even came out. I need to like go back and look at it. Yeah, yeah. there is the potential for Dragon Age Four stuff because they've already done a teaser for it, and the team has been working on it for a while. I mean, I know I... that team got pulled to do Anthem, yeah. and so, and then FIFA, and that was weird. So there is always the potential that that could be like a ace in the hole to just be like by the way we're still working on it you know what i mean yeah yeah but that would be i don't know i don't know if they'll have enough like i know that they did a teaser trailer but there were no video game assets it was literally just a powerpoint presentation like literally a powerpoint presentation where images were just moving and like it was a voiceover from the last game so i don't know if that was enough or like any indication of where they are on the game and and I feel like yeah. I read an article where it was like, hey, this isn't going to be out for a very, very long time. But who knows? Yeah. I just wasn't sure if they were going to try to do some damage control Maybe. since they've had some bad things mentioned about them and their studios. Yeah. I mean, that's more of an EA thing, but it could be shown on Xbox, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I don't it know. Does, it, I, I do. I feel bad for Xbox because it feels like that's just the, the place where everybody kind of ends up if they're not someplace else. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, Oh, Sony's not here. Guess we'll just show it at Xbox. Like, eh. You know what I mean? Yes. So, I don't know. But then EA's not here either, so who knows? Um, I suppose the only other wild cards here worth mentioning is um, Limited Run Games is doing a, a presser again this year. They did one last year. I don't know if either of you care or watched mm. it. Um, they do limited runs of games, so usually they'll do um, uh, physical editions of indie games. So last year they did like um, Observer, they did Golf Story, they did like Thumper, I think they did Layers of Fear, um, they did like 2064 Read Only Memories, they did a whole bunch of stuff like Night Trap got a, a, a weird physical edition and um, Splunky did too I think. So like they're doing another one this year. Um, it was very cute because it's it's like a small company and so they had like a really kind of hacked together video presentation with like bad green screens and it was just like very charming and sort of very yeah it was very cute like they were doing the best that they could in somebody's garage and i don't know it felt really good because it felt like they really cared about what they were doing i thought that was sweet um i know kind of funny isn't that greg greggy yeah yeah, greg Greg, something oh greg greg miller greg Game over Greggy. Greg Miller. Greg Miller is his name. Greg Miller. Okay, so they have come out and said that they have like 70 indie games to show. Oh, damn. I'm not really really sure what that means. But anyway, figured it was worth mentioning. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So they are are having a stream at some point in time. I don't know. And then that's it. There's no EA outside of the weird EA Play stuff. They're showing like more Apex Legends, more Battlefield Five, the Star Wars game, 
that magically has not gotten canceled like all the other Star Wars games. Um, uh, and now it's just uh, surprises. No Sony. It'll just be surprises. Like yeah. Microsoft will mention Scalebound is back in development or who knows. Oh, yeah. So, it's not happening. Scalebound's, Scalebound's dead. <laughs> I want it to happen. It's not happening. Didn't they say something like it's it was picked up, but it's dormant for now. Like they haven't forgotten about it, and they still want to go back and That's revisit it. Like the worst it, thing you could say. But they had to like they had to gut the whole thing, and so it's basically it has the same name. It's still kind of the same concept, but like it's completely it's like Prey with Prey Two. It's a completely different game now, so we won't hear back from it for a long ass time. It was a cool, cool, cool game though, cool concept. Like seven years ago when it was announced <laughs> and then never came so <laughs> r.i.p so i guess of... on that note don't go ahead olivia i was gonna say it's a lot of e3 i feel exhausted we haven't even done it yet um, i know and then we have to do it and then at the end we have to talk about it again oh, so. boy. <laughs> it's just beginning baby well um, we'll be more so... optimistic well, so let's let's be more optimistic. Usually at the end of our podcast, we sit around and do our salutations where we talk about cool things that are making us happy. And so instead of the usual, I would like to challenge you to be optimistic and tell me your most out of left field, totally unrealistic, but like the game announcement or announcements or whatever, ports, who cares, that would make you super stoked about e3 this year and you could totally say half-life 3 that's oh, it's fine it's fine oh shit <laughs> Keep believing maybe one day it'll come i don't know i do in my heart of hearts i do believe valve will one day make video games again i mean other than dota and their artifact and half-life uh, 3 is a card game now sorry that's just how it goes <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine oh, jesus uh. i actually can i sure can and now half-life auto chess <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good it's 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 bad um so <laughs> sorry um so olivia how about you get us started with what would be your like super out there totally would make e3 2019 for you crazy so this is never gonna happen um but there was that one fabled prey 2 trailer that came out like this was before the new prey had come out and it was like a it was like a cowboy you are in space uh it's like still has story ties to the original prey game and it became like kind of a yeah, yeah it's like human human head was still making this game and apparently it wasn't actually like this is just a like concept video almost it's all like you know fmv it's not actually a real not actually a real thing um but i really want that game to come out i thought it was like like the idea of being a space cop in an open world just sounds amazing and I want Arcane to develop it. Yeah. Like, let Arcane work in an open world. Give them a give them a game to play. Do not shut them down ever. Um, and I want to like have space powers and they'll teleport and shit. I think that'd be the best game ever created. Which that would be really cool. And like, give it a fucking bitchin' soundtrack. I want like Johnny Cash and <laughs> give me Dolly Parton in space. That's actually the real answer. <laughs> I th- I think that the truest answer is I just want you to make this game. Like, I just want you to amass the power of a thousand game studios and create this game. <laughs> Guys. Because I don't know if anybody could make your vision as perfectly as you've just bi- described Good Big it. news. I bought Microsoft and Bethesda and Arcane. 
I'm bringing wow. it all together. Nice. Yep, sorry. Good. Xbox is canceled. Please. We're a Prey 2 studio now. Stoked this year. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You know, I I I have a game like a disc box someplace that has a Prey 2 advertisement in it. So it was weird that they actually had like promotional material for that game. In you should hold on to that thing. It That's kind lies. of amazing. <laughs> well, it exists. Yeah. It exists in someone's hard drive somewhere. Like they didn't just scrap that whole thing, or maybe they did, but I don't think they do. I just wonder how much of it actually got did. made. Like I kind of imagine that this was like a hey, we've got like a very probably rough idea. that one level. Yeah, it's not even a level. Like this is all just like pre-generated video. Like I guess actually, no people did say they played it. So no, it's it's one level. We need this. Um, and then they just if yeah. you if you have that demo, please contact me. I want to see it. I want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tyler, what's um, your uh, dream announcement that's not Half-Life 3? Well, I I had an idea, and I'll go, I'll go ahead and give you my original idea, but I came up with an, a better idea that I love. But my idea was, you know, it's, e, it's, it's E3, it's EA, it's their, pres- it's their like, presentation or whatever, and then like at the very end of their stream or whatever they're doing, like the lights go out. And then, like, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, oh, did they have, like, you know, a a technical difficulty? What's going on? What's going on? And then you hear, like, this awful screech, and you're like, (laughs) what the fuck was that? And then, but it's like a familiar sound because you've played a lot of horror games. This is very theatrical. It's very theatrical. (laughs) Anyway, so then you hear a horrible scream, and then, like, the lights come on, and the entire visceral team is on stage or on the Descending screen from and the you're heavens. like what's going on they're all in rigging they're just coming and they're down like, <laughs> <laughs> and they announced that dead space is being rebooted and being ported to the switch back, and baby. like a necromorph yeah. bursts out of one of them <laughs> yes <laughs> they all turn into necromorphs a hundred necromorphs um, drop onto an island <laughs> <laughs> yes I would love that. Um, but I would so I'd love a Dead Space reboot. But I just remembered a a very old game that was like announced, I don't know, long, like 2015. It's called Scorn. And this is a atmospheric first oh, person horror adventure game. Yeah. It had like all the weird like like it was like alien meets oh something. Um was this the one that was in the pit of hell? Yeah, but it was like it was like hell. It's not agony. Yeah, like it's what people confuse agony for, but it's totally not. And it's like a, it's really weird and bizarre and like creepy as shit. And I really, really want to see that game finally, like, see the light of day and like be published. It's still in development, but it's very slow apparently. It hasn't heard anything yeah, from. Yeah, scoring them. is still on Steam, so it isn't totally dead. No, it's not totally dead, but, like, you haven't <laughs> heard anything from the developers, you know? So, like, when is it coming out? What's going on? I want to know. Please They had it. to go to hell to get reference photos, and now they're gone. We can't get them back. Yeah. We need the Doom Slayer to go down there and save them. Yeah. That's but it was just so weird. It was so weird, and it looked it looked amazing. So I really want to see Scorn. If they drop Scorn, like, that will be my shit. Because I think this was, like, pre-Bloodborne. I don't know. This is a very old, like reveal i feel like but anyway as of august of 2018 they are still developing the game which is good yes okay that's less than a year ago so that's promising it was announced 
November 2014. So yeah, it's been quite some time. It's it's just cooking. Just needed five just years. Need some hellfire. <laughs> some flesh yeah. to make it full. <laughs> some of the old damnation. It's fine. But that would be my wild one. Um, Rebecca, tell us what you would like to see. So your hopes on our on our air table. I put down that I wanted Morrowind remastered because I thought that was what I wanted because I have like I never really played a lot of Morrowind. I I played it like a later, and so I was like, this doesn't. I kind of bounced off of it. Um, like. Elder Scrolls Oblivion was my favorite one. Like, if somebody put that on the Switch for me, I would be like, sorry, I can't work anymore. I just play Oblivion now. Because um, I love that game and I play the shit out of that game. But I realized that I was lying to myself when I put these down. And I wasn't, like, really looking mm-hmm. deep inside mm-hmm. of my soul. Mm-hmm. To, like, mm-hmm. to, like, the very mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say this, but I'm happy that you're saying it now. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I I was I really I really had to take a second to look very deep into my core. I don't know if you are thinking what I'm thinking. You're probably not thinking what I'm thinking, but I know what I'm thinking, and that's the actual truest game that if somebody announced it, I would probably cry for real. Is the Order eighteen eighty seven? Oh, give me more order. Yeah, just give me more order. I you. fucking love that game. I'm with you. Oh my I was, god, I'm so disappointed. I would just like. This was not what I what thought. What did you, you think? I thought you were going to say New Vegas, like a New Vegas remaster. Oh. I, well, I'm less for that. I don't know. <laughs> I think I would like to if see If they both. went back, I kind of, I would almost want to see a new New I'll Vegas. I'll take a new New Vegas as well. Bad. Like a, like a, like a New Vegas 2. That sounds so bad. Newer sorry. Vegas. But I don't know. I would be interested in that. Yeah. Newer Vegas. <laughs> Y'all are. Imagine if New Vegas was on the. Y'all are horny stuff. for that order, so I get it. I understand. The mustaches are powerful. Just, the mustaches that's, are that's, too big. That's really it's what true. I want. Yeah. yeah. It, and it's bad because that guy that they have on the Modern Warfare, the the cover, he has like mutton chops, and I was just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> this game. Too. God, I, 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 I love your weakness. Me. It's very good. I love that. That's the way to your heart. It's just facial hair. <laughs> It's really shitty. Like, it's a very shitty thing because I keep looking at stuff that I have otherwise no interest in. And I'm just like, well, do I have to play it? Because they gave me a boyfriend? I don't know. <laughs> I can make any game into a dating game. I'm not kidding. It's my superpower. So maybe maybe my truest answer is I just want all games to be dating games. That would be my, that's my E3. Training. I really hope someone makes a Rebecca, like, dating simulator. And it's just you and then just, like, you're dating different pieces of facial hair. Like, it's like, oh, the, the, the handlebar mustache is looking at me in, in, in gym class. I need to go talk to that handlebar. <laughs> a dating sim, oh, just mustaches and facial hair, yes. Let's do this. Should it be, like, I'll should it be it. gritty stop motion, or should it be, like, 3D rendered bullshit? Give me Dragon Age, except all the characters are replaced with I was player. imagining more, like, something like a... Like, it's all 2D. Like, I want a drain daddy, but it's facial hair. <laughs> it's Rebecca, and you're in high school for some reason. Because that's where these games need to take place. <laughs> and, like, what is, wow. is Stubble basically... These high schoolers have such nice facial hair. Yeah, is, It's very strange. Is Stubble just basically, like, almost invisible, and, like, he's the shy and quiet type? Yeah, he, he, he finds Stubble in the, the, in the library, and it's actually a ghost. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that, like... 
like a soul patch or like a goatee or like a really assholey facial hair would be like the Sundare, right? Yes. Would that be the Sundare role? Maybe. Some really like douchey. Anyway, thinking a lot about that game. But that was a wild tangent. Should take personally, personally for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess what we got out of this is stop making shitty fallouts that aren't Fallout New Vegas because it's the only fallout that matters. And somebody, please, God, resurrect the eighteen to order eighteen eighty six franchise. Um, but Sony's not even going to be there, so. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Um, okay, well, that was a podcast. <laughs> we will reconvene once again in two weeks once E3 for real has happened. And hopefully we will not have to ring the shame bell a second time. Or, you know, the third time, I guess, because we had rang it last week, too. Anyway, um, and we can talk about some of the games we saw, if any of our wild predictions were right, if I get the mustache dating sim of my dreams. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Certainly not I. This has been the Greetings from Podcasts. You can find us wherever podcasts are hosted, such as Apple Podcasts, Simplecast, Spotify, and more. Send your questions to greetingsfromcast at gmail.com. You can call us at uh, 347-642-6377. That's Firm Gamers on your phone pad. Um, you can visit us online at greetingsfrom.zone. You can follow us on Twitter at greetingsfrompc. We stream every other Friday on Twitch at greetingsfrompc on Twitch. Uh, my name is Rebecca Fay. You can find me at Rebecca Fay. Olivia, where can they find you? You can find me at LivJQ on Twitter. Tyler, where can they find you? You can find me resurrecting Dead Space on World Jumpin' at Twitter. My body is ready. I said... Sorry. Congrats, gamers! You made it to the end! Thanks for listening to the Greetings From podcast. Our intro and outro song is an edited version of Deep Fried Space Food by Substitute Sandwiches. You can find a link to the song, along with links to all the stuff we talked about this week, in the podcast description. Find us online at greetingsfrom.zone, where you can listen to more episodes, find out more about your dangerously good-looking and charming hosts, and catch up on our blog. You can also follow us on Twitch and Twitter at greetingsfrompc. Send your questions, messages, or anything you'd like to greetingsfromcast at gmail.com or call us direct at 347-642-6377. Until next time, happy playing!